Stuttered my brother was handy. Hey, fantasy, inception. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick her. We need that correction. Talk them out. We flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy. Yeah. What up, though? What it is, hopefully, is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session, the podcast. Today is November the 18th or 19th. Which one is it? 18? It is the 18th. <laughs> Today is November the 18th, and the boys are back in town. As always, if you're listening to this, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, leave a comment, and all the other good jazz. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If you haven't, if you don't have a shirt, go get a shirt. Hey, why y'all ain't say nothing back in the group about the new shirt design? Uh, I really didn't like it too much, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you would bring that up right now. <laughs> but, you know, can't hit all the shots. Yeah. What did I say? Developmental stages right now. Huh. Anyway, man, and make sure you check out this, uh, the website for the up-to-date rankings, ffnsession.com. Did you do good last week? Uh, I was about the average gap. I just made it this week, actually. I like, I was, like, real, real uh, close to not being there. But, yeah, I, 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 I noticed it that day, too. I went through that up. Sunday night. And I was looking at him, and I was like, "Yeah, like I, I saw the misses." So I was like, "Yeah, it's gonna gonna be another average week." But hey, yeah. I'm still above average, man, and it's my first year doing it, so I'm gonna keep getting better. I realize this it's it's, it's got to be a different technique you got to use to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you got to do it like every day. Like I don't know, I can't I can't gotta, get my finger on it, like what like how do you get like to be a the top actor the top actor? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, man, let's get into um, a moment of silence, man. Shout out to Breonna Taylor and all the fallen kings and queens out there. And we bet, and we bet. Yeah, I ain't do too hot either. I'm looking at it now. I did better than the average, but just barely. I missed on all the wide receivers. I hit on the running backs, though. That's um, the only thing I hit on, but that's the most important. So you know, yeah. so we're on. Exactly. Oh, uh, let's get into some of the news and notes since the last time we potted. Coming in first out of Cincinnati, the Bengals uh, reporting that Joe Mixon did not practice again today. So what did this make like week four? Four. This would be the fifth week that he misses. Fifth? Like if he doesn't play this week, including the bye week or not, I want to say he got a limited practice in though. I don't think he mm-hmm. missed the complete. complete. So he missed practice again Wednesday. Oh, for real? damn. Well, got to Yeah, if he doesn't practice the next couple of days, then he's gonna be looking like he misses the fifth straight because he's not gonna play if he doesn't practice. Nope. Especially not like just off of whatever this foot injury is. If it's that bad. Um, Devontae Adams opened up practice, um, opened up this week missing practice, but I don't think there's nothing to be worried about that. It might just be a regular day. Seahawks, Chris Carson is expected to be out. <clears throat> um, Tyler Lockett is questionable with a knee. That's for tomorrow night's game or whenever you listen to it, it's probably tomorrow. So tonight's expected game. to play though. No, nah, they say Chris Carson not expected to play. Oh, they just said Lockett. No, no, Lockett is Chris Carson not. Yeah, like uh, Carson's not expected to play. Uh, Kenny Galladay returned with limited practice. Yes, finally some good news. Yes, because CMC is out for next week. That's bad news. It's so horrible. Uh, bad news Drew, for you. <laughs> yeah, no man. I'm like, in the worst time too. Drew Brees is out for at least two weeks with um broken ribs on both sides. I think he said a lung collapsed. 
That's wild. Like when you look at that more hit, than two weeks. That that that. Well, they said at least two weeks. But uh, if, if you see, I don't know if he collapsed. I don't see. If, I don't know if you saw that hit, but that mm-hmm. hit was not that bad. <laughs> like he's old. You got some brittle bones, bro. Like damn. Like it's like it just like just happened because I mean he's taking harder hits before I believe. But I wonder what does it mean when your lung collapses? They don't sound like, good. No, it can't be. Um, I don't want to collapse long. Matt Stafford uh, <laughs> has a partial tear in his throwing um, thumb. So that could be bad news. But he's expected to start on Sunday. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, also, who they're playing against, uh, has a sprained MCL. Um, is minor, but he's expected to play on Sunday also. Uh, well, the coach is optimist, op- optimistic. I guess that's the word I'm trying to say. Yeah, optimistic about him playing on Sunday. Uh, 49ers say Raheem Mustard is going to be out again. Hopefully, they'll be back. Hopefully, he'll be back next week. Uh, well, they're on by this week, so it was not going to oh. happen this week. <laughs> I just looked down and I didn't see no points. I said, damn it. Not only is he going to be out this week, the whole 49ers team is going to be out this week, actually. So don't start those guys. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. I was just looking at the points. I was like, damn, he ain't getting no points. He's going to be out again. Uh, what am I going to do? Um, so that's good news. Drew Locke has a pretty severe strain to his ribs, but no fracture. Um, he's starting his recovery. It's uncertain if he's going to play on Sunday. Alan Lazar activated off the injured reserve list. Nick Foles is probably out for the rest of the season. You think? Um, they said it wasn't as serious as they um, it looked. You know, he got carted out the field. Mm-hmm. But um, just got to wait and see. I mean, he <laughs> never mind. Yeah, I, we just got to wait and see. He didn't look too good out there. The Eagles uh, activated Zach Ertz off of injured reserve. Good news. news. Hopefully yeah. he comes back and, like, hopefully he went back and watched some tape of his old glory days when he was hurt these, like, last three or four weeks and he could come back and return to those days because the tight end the tight end position needs it, Zach Ertz. It was so gross. I think There's a lot of bullshit going on last it. week. Like, it's, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Like, we literally, in this offseason, we were saying, bro, the tight end – like position is finally deep. Like here we go. Yep. Nope. <laughs> now I'm gonna get it now. <laughs> no, nope. um, just as I thought. This is the worst year than I have Travis Kelsey in oh the squad, God. and I have zero shares. Zero. I'm trying to get one. I was trying to backdoor your trade. I ain't gonna hold you. What trade? You were trying to trade Paul. I think in the region. Oh, for Kelsey. I was to, yeah, I was trying yeah. To he's get very. Him. He's very like. Um, like yeah. he loves like talking about his other deals. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. He told you, he told because he told me about he said he told you about. I said, Oh, Carlos, motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, Jordan Howard got cut. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Uh, Ahmed, Salvin Ahmed time. Yeah, he's out. I didn't know his name was pronounced Ahmed, I thought it was Ahmed. Because that's how it's like the week before the big rush, too. You you didn't even pay for it, bro. Hey, I understand how scarce the running back landscape is. And so anybody with a post that's getting any type of opportunities, I'm going to sign, bro, because you never know. Mm-hmm. It could turn into what he, like, is turned into, which is a couple-week fill-in play up until Gaskin comes back. You think he, go, you think he goes back into the back? Uh, the back I think Gaskin, Gaskin comes, back? comes back to a starting to the starting lineup, yes. He might get a couple of touches taken away, but the thing with Ahmed is that we don't – like they said at least three weeks for Gaskin, so it could be even This longer, is the third week know, now. Yeah, I know they say that, but it, exactly. But so you know, a lot. The perception is you might only get him for one more week, but it's, it's very 
you know, possibility, a decent possibility that it's longer than three weeks for Gaskin and you got another start running back for a couple more weeks. So And it's playoff for a bus right now, too. Exactly. It was like three more weeks. Yep. Right. Well, two in uh, session takeover. Two in session takeover, but three in. Well, no, it's one in session takeover. It's the last week of the regular season. Oh, they start week 12? Yeah, I think it starts oh. week 12. I got to read the rules, but I'm pretty sure it starts week 12. <laughs> I got to read the rules <laughs> I wrote. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got anything else? Nope. Oh, damn. The NBA draft on the night? Yeah, it is. I didn't even know that. Anthony Edwards just went number one. He did? That's crazy. Yeah. Did you see that? Well, just had a basketball podcast. But yeah, said something. He said something about like him not really take like not really loving the game of basketball because his first love was football. And like I feel you, bro. I feel you. But uh <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I'm that's crazy. Hey, he pick. must be he must be really, really good if that didn't uh LeBron didn't, like him. Like, yeah, if it didn't affect his uh you know Stop. number one. Anyway, stuff, like yeah. you said, man, it's ain't a basketball podcast. Oh, uh, you got anything else? I do not. All right, man, let's get into it. Let's get it. Game number one, Thursday night football. They got to come out with a song so I can sing it. Arizona Cardinals at the Seahawks over under. We got the Cardinals as three-point underdogs, and it's a 58-point over under. For real? Yes, sir. Jesus. Kyler the Goat Murray, he's the number one QB right now, right? Yeah, man, he has been absolutely balling. On another level this year, that's another quarterback that you were a little late on that you didn't believe. I wasn't. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. It was. It was. Well, uh, it should have been him. Kingsbury. It should have been Kingsbury. Him. That I didn't like. Hey, uh, made a mistake, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Learn. No, Learn I to get him. better, bro. I got him. Chico. Yeah. Him. After the fact, places. you ain't get the discount on him. Though. I got a discount on him. I drafted him. Shit. Anyway. Uh, uh, the running back situation with Chase Edmonds and Kenyon Drake both look good. Um, Drake played fifty-two percent of the snaps, with Chase playing forty-nine percent of the snaps. Drake um got a hundred yards in his first game back. The Seahawks are allowing only ninety-five yards on the ground, though. Um, Chase played in the first game along with Kenyon Drake, and he got twelve touches total for four one hundred and forty-five yards. Um, and King and Drake only had 14 touches for 34 yards. I got them both probably around like the running back three range. I just don't see – I mean, I think the ball's going to be in the air a lot. Yeah, I'm, I think I would view Drake more as an RB2 because he did go back into that Start running back one row. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he had 17 touches to like I think nine for Evans. Yeah. So I would put view him as a RB2, like a middling RB2 just because, you know, the – the matchup isn't great, but he's going to get enough volume to have a safe floor, I guess, because he looked pretty good, too. Like he, yeah, he didn't look bad. He, yeah, he looked better than he did before the injury. If they threw a touchdown on that, it would have been a and, Yeah, exactly. And he, it's a 58-point over-under, so he'll have opportunities to score, too. Can't wait. Uh, D-Hop, uh, jump man, jump man, jump man. That was crazy. That guy's a f- freaking monster, bro. Like, I missed it in real life because whoa. I saw the Stefan Diggs one in real life. And I was hey, you like, thought oh, it was man, over. over. Yeah. Exactly. I, Me I don't too. know what I did, but I probably like turned my head or something. The next thing I knew, I came back and, and you had text, uh, let's something and to the group. And then the other yeah. one, I haven't seen it. It was crazy. Bro, That's that was wild, bro. Like that dude is not from this planet, man. It's crazy that human beings can do crazy shit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Win in a, in a super players league with only one quarterback, too. Appreciate it. Him and yeah. Stefan Diggs had him on the same team, and they both... Oh, Ooh, that's awesome, bro. 
That's awesome. Hey, Diggs has been balling too, bro. Like it just it I got out, it. you know, it got out, you know, outshined by Hopkins, which he would have outshined anybody, you know, with that catch. But hey, that last minute catch Diggs is doing every, yeah, Diggs is doing everything we want him to do. Like we we you know we want you know that we wanted him to do in Minnesota. Like he's finally getting the value in order to flourish. Mm-hmm. Number one wide receiver. It's awesome. Christian Kirk uh, still saw six targets last week. He only caught four of them for the 27 yards, but um, he's going against that Seahawks defense with that high over under, and he got uh, two touchdowns in the first game when they played. So I think he's a solid probably wide receiver two. I had him as wide receiver three until you told me that uh, 58 point uh, total. Yeah. So probably like on a low end wide receiver two. Probably low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three because he, you know, he his floor is pretty low still he has been like consistently good the last three weeks previous to you know the yeah. four-point game last week but you know that just goes to show that he, it's his floor so i would i would view him as a high end wide receiver it's three. the points yeah uh on the other anybody else nah he was throwing the ball to the tight end a couple of times, but you don't want to start him. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, Russell Wilson, uh, the Cardinals are the sixth highest pressure in uh, defense. So that is pressuring the quarterback. Um, Russell Wilson coming off two bad games. He threw four interceptions in the last two weeks. I think he had a couple of fumbles in there too. Um, but I still think they're going to let him cook. I think he's boiling out there right now. Uh, you know, turned down to a simmer. Yeah, he's starting to turn the ball over too much, man, because that's, you know. He's still throwing a lot. He's still you still looking good as a passer. He's just making weird, un Russell Wilson like mistakes. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna he he needs he needs Carson back definitely because they have no run game they have at no all run game right either. now. So he's having a you know he already has a bad defense and he's having to keep up with teams because their defense is literally historically bad. So hopefully, I mean Pete Carroll's a great coach, man. So I think they're gonna you know he's not gonna. He put two two bad two well really just one bad game because he put one up twenty two because yeah he put up yeah twenty plus in, he turned he the ball over that bad, game. yeah he, yeah but you know what I mean so it's only one bad game I think he'll be all right and this you know this is a team that he put up like twenty nine points on against in week seven so not speaking worried about him of, speaking of the running back situation Carlos Hyde is a full practice um this week so he's expected to be the starter probably uh, DJ Dallas. Didn't get uh, well. He got only five opportunities last week, and Travis Homer is. I think he has. They said he has like three different injuries right now going on, so he's probably not going to play. So I like Carlos Hyde this week. Yeah, I mean he'll get the volume. He's going to be there. Yep. Um, the Cardinals are allowing 120 yards per ground per game on the ground, so I definitely like whatever whoever the running back is going to be out there. But if it's Carlos Hyde, I probably got him ranked in the RB two range. But I don't like. I can't trust DJ Jalas no more. Yeah, I can't do it. Um, DK Metcalf um, had a bad game against Jalen Ramsey. I said it was going to happen. Um, only five targets in the first meeting that they played too. So, uh, but you, of course, you got to keep rolling him out there because he's a monster. Only five in the first meeting with Peterson, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, Peterson not hurt, is he? Mm, he not. He not. He oh, just okay. yeah. That you're talking about uh, Ramsey for a minute. No, 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 no. In the first matchup against the Seahawks, they only he only had or against the Cardinals. Gotcha. Uh Tyler Lockett, but you're still rolling him out there. Tyler Lockett is questionable, like I mentioned, with the knee injury, but he's expected to play. Of course, he had the big 20 target, 203 touchdown game. Um Woof. the first time they played. Um, of course you can't expect that again, but if he's out there, you gotta roll him out there. He's dropping by the week, man. Yeah, every every Body sucked last week for <laughs> I mean Russell Wilson had nine points last week. Gross. Tyler Lockett led them in receiving though, so he'd be all right. 
because Jalen Ramsey was on shutdown mode over there. Randy yep. Allen. Um, let's talk. You got any other from that game? You want to start one of those tight ends? I, I like do not. Holocaust tight ends, no. It, yeah, he went back to yeah, playing the least amount of snaps. <laughs> I did. I mean, I would say it was yeah. something to monitor, you know what I mean? But, you know, that's why I didn't recommend it as a start. But, you know, we know how the history with uh, Russell Wilson and his tight ends and thought it might have been something there, but it wasn't. So, um, I think you could drop him. Thought it might have been, but it wasn't. Um, on to the next game. We got Tennessee at the Carolina Panthers. You got an over under? I do not. I, I don't know why they didn't have this line on where I get the lines at, but it wasn't on there. So, <laughs> I don't know. you know, no line. It's, I think that's, I said the wrong team anyway. I said uh, it's Tennessee. Carolina. I meant to say, yeah, Baltimore. Anyway, Ryan Tannehill going up against that Baltimore defense. Um, the volume, of course, is always the thing about Ryan Tannehill only throwing over 30 times, like twice, three times this year. So I don't think you can trust him up against his Baltimore defense. They pretty much make every quarterback look bad. Um, and I don't, I just don't think the volume would be there enough. Yeah, I got him as a sit. He's failed the top 19 points in the last four weeks after topping that number four times in the first five weeks. So, I mean, as a QB2 in Superflex leagues, okay, but not in one QB leagues and looking elsewhere. Uh, Derek Henry somehow is still the number three uh, running back in PPR and half PPR leagues or whatever, but it hasn't looked good or it hasn't looked sexy, I guess, pause. Yeah, he's uh, been okay. He hasn't been hurting you. He just hasn't been having those monster, monster there. He had a couple of them, but, you know, he really hasn't had, you know, he has like scored a touchdown. Derrick, last right, yeah, weeks. exactly. But he's still getting yards. Like he's, I think he had over 100 yards last week. Yeah, 130 against a good yeah, so. Too. so it's, I he's mean, still putting up, like still put up a good floor. It's November. It's about that time. Yes, sir. Um, the wide receivers, of course, he's going to start A.J. Brown. Corey Davis is um, becoming an every week start for me. And about yeah, he gets a slight. He had three targets. Yeah, he gets a slight downgrade against Marcus Peters, but I'm fine with him as a wide receiver three, mm-hmm. averaging seven targets a game and 11.2 fantasy points. And, yeah. but, you know, just tempering because of the matchup. Uh, no other wide receivers I would want to start out of that bunch uh, just because of the volume. I don't think it's going to be there because of the matchup, like you said, and it's expected to be raining that day. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonu Smith, um, I think he is in line for more targets just because of the bad matchup that's going to be on the outside. He did see um, his highest targets since week six with six targets last week, but he only caught two um, against a good coach defense. But I think the target, the volume is going to be there for him just because he has probably the best matchup, even though it's not a great matchup. It's the best one on the field. Yeah. I mean, and the tight end landscape is probably going to force you to play him if you own him because it's not too many other options, but yeah. If you do have those, if you are blessed to have two, you know, streamable tight ends that you can play the matchups with, I think this is one that you should avoid because Baltimore is allowing the 13th fewest points and he's just not evolved as he's been, you know, the first five weeks of the season. He was mm-hmm. a tight end three. Um, the last, so weeks six through 10, he's been the tight end 14. So massive drop off, but I do understand how, you know, scarce the position is and if you need to start him, just be aware. Um, on to the other side of the ball, we got Lamar Jackson. How do you feel about Lamar Jackson this year, man? I think he let a lot of people down. I think he's coming in. He's still QB1. I think he's like 11 right now mm-hmm. or 10. He's number 10 overall. Yeah. Of he's course, a dis- he's, a dis- yeah. he's a disappointment 
based on where you drafted him at. But, you know, he's still, like you said, a QB, QB1, so still got to roll him out there. But it has been a disappointment. Uh, this would probably be a good game for him to bounce back up uh, back against as Tennessee is not like a crazy good defense or anything like that. Um, but Adoree Jackson could be back. He's been practicing, but he just hasn't came back. And I think that'll change the defense a lot. Um, let's see who we got next. The running back situation, it got ugly again. Don't do it. Ingram coming back. Um, I think you got to sit all of them. Yes, definitely agree with that. The splits was Dobbins, 44% snap rate, seven opportunities. Edwards, 22% snap rate, nine opportunities. Ingram, 26% snap rate, and seven opportunities. That backfield is so gross. It was a bad matchup against the Colts. I think they're like top. I'm not worried. I'm not talking about the matchup. I'm talking about the usage, bro. Literally, it's a three-way split evenly. It's so gross. Do you think if one person – if one person, I guess, like takes off in the next game, though, he probably gets more of the usage, right? Doubt you it. Just don't know who it's going to be. There, I mean, they've literally done this the whole year. And, you know, besides when Ingram was out, of course. But I mean, I don't think anybody can get hot consistently. Like, you're not going to be able to find a hot hand, bro. Like, I always been, I've been saying for a while that this, these committees are just horrible, bro, because mm. it's a rhythm position, bro. So especially with certain backs, man, certain backs need consistent touches consistent drives together like you know back to back before they can get hot so it's it's ugly and i don't want it, any parts of it um who do you want to start though marquis hollywood houston or willie sneed neither mark <laughs> andrews <laughs> mark andrews marquis brown i finally i finally come off of him man like you know y'all have been been did this already for the past like three weeks but mm-hmm. i'm always like saying about that ceiling but that ceiling is not here like he's uh, that's just all, a fairy tale now at this point that's just a dream he's getting he's getting decent amount of targets too like he's only seen less than six targets twice this year mm-hmm. but he's only posted double digits three times and is a wide receiver 51 and a half ppr so mm-hmm. it's just the ceiling literally has not been there of course he it just might happen now that i finally come off of him it might happen this week but just i'm like willing to take that l when he does have a single game and I just I and of course I don't think it's him it's it's not you Marquise it's Lamar because out of 19 deep passes only five have been catchable and he's yeah. caught all five of them so I just don't know what it, it just goes back to Lamar struggling and you know to segue into Mark Andrews Mark Andrews is though he is a start like he still hasn't been what he was last year and I think that's tied to what you know uh Lamar Jackson has been doing too because he's getting the same amount of targets averaging six and a half this year or last year compared to six this year but he's averaging like two and a half points less than he did last year so you know it's not you know he's third in the league in end zone targets among tight ends so the usage is exactly the same for Mark Andrews it's just he's not averaging as much points because Lamar Jackson hasn't been as a Fisher nice as last year. I appreciate your um your segue right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was nice, I right? Let you, yeah, I just want to let you know I see that. Yeah, I'm getting better, man. You're getting better out here. You're working on your shot, man. You shoot 100 shots a day. Uh, Shit, what's that? Time five? That got to be at least a lot. should have did that while I was actually <laughs> on the basketball team. <laughs> I mean, you shoot 100 shots, time five. Man, I was not shooting enough shots because like, your boy wasn't getting PT. <laughs> but it's okay. Hey, I was on the team, did. baby. I was on the team. Let's go. <laughs> Put Carlos in. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> 
I was the most popular motherfucker. <laughs> nigga, no PT. Damn. It's all good. Oh, but you get hey, you started here, bro. Exactly. exactly. Bro. This is where you were starter at. This was your, this was your call. On to the next game, we got the Lions at the they're now they're at the Panthers, right? Yes, sir. Got a little bit. Don't much. have a little line little for there. that one though. That's What's the same one. They didn't have that. I, I guess because the quarterback. Oh, because the quarterback, quarterback exactly. Yep. Yeah. So they're not they're gonna play. Uh, like I mentioned before about Matthew Stafford's throwing, um, throwing got an injury on it. Uh, Cardinals, not the Cardinals, the Panthers, however, are giving up 255 yards through the air per game. I like him if he plays. I think he has, this is a good matchup for him. And I think, well, I th- at least think he's a streamable play. Yeah, he was, uh, it was nice to see him have an uh, awesome game last year or last week. Um, fortunately, he had to come on my bench because I, you know, wasn't trusting it without Galladay, but Galladay is expected back too. So with him having that, Good game, you know, to work off of, and his number one receiver back then. I think he's a start. Yeah, I didn't expect him to have a good game last week either. Um, yeah, I, I, I played Baker over him, bro. Like that was horrible. Even in hindsight, I, I don't. I shouldn't have done that, bro. Because first of all, I said I was done with Baker. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's no way I play him if I can not start him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that but, cake is baked. Yeah, but you know, I did it anyway, and I wasn't even like paying attention to the win. But luckily, the fantasy gods love me. And I love them too because I won my matchup still. So humble brag, five point four. <laughs> cool story, bro. Uh, <laughs> on to the next. Uh, the running backs, man. They named DeAndre Swift as the starter finally, and he delivered. Um, had one hundred and forty-seven yards off. I think twenty-one opportunities. Uh, Carolina is allowing one hundred and twenty-four yards on the ground. They've been giving up a lot of points to running backs. Um, so I think he's a locked and loaded star. He's going to be an RB1 this week again. It's crazy. Like, I'm so glad that it finally happened because he's I'm everything him for Aaron Jones. I'm kind of upset about that. Now. Yeah, now you are. But, yeah. you know, it happened. It just sucks that it took this long for it to happen, bro. Like, you, you invested probably over if it's not early second-round pick in this guy, bro, and then you went and signed. Thought, you know, he's great. But, you know, he was great. He's just average now in Adrian Peterson. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's finally happening. And, you know, the people that were patient are reaping the rewards, man, because the matchup is better than ever this week. I have him at number four this week. So, locked and loaded, RB1. Uh, Kenny G, uh, he practiced in limited capacity, like I said. So, if he plays, of course, he's going to roll him out there. Um, yep. Marvin Jones did not practice. He's dealing with a knee injury. I, when I looked at this, all the wide receivers are hurt. All the wide receivers either didn't practice or they're dealing with some kind of injury except Marvin Hall. So, uh, yeah. Uh, in, a deep, in a deep league, if, you, if you're looking for something, um, Marvin Hall has had 15 targets and nine catches for 202 yards and two touchdowns in the last three weeks. So it's not mm-hmm. like, he, you know what I'm saying, he's been relevant. Yeah. Um, of course, he's a big play type of wide receiver, so he's either going to catch it, you know what I'm saying, 50-yard touchdown bomb, but that's what you're looking for. Especially, you know, if, if all the wide receivers are out, Marvin Jones is out, and I think Danny Amendola is dealing with an injury, and we saw TJ Hawkinson, he's still dealing with his injury, but he's he's uh, expected to play. He has a good matchup against Shaq Thompson this week, an 81% catch rate uh, that he's allowing. So, of course, if TJ Hawkinson is out there, you play him, like I mentioned, be on the lookout. Um, probably on the next episode, we'll have more episodes about – well, not more episodes, more news about the injuries. Da-da-da. What else you got? Uh, I don't have anything else. On to the other side of the ball, Teddy Two Gloves. Uh, dealing with that MCL sprain, but Detroit is allowing 258 yards through the air. 
Um, so that lines up where you want to trust them, especially on the um, the horizon of the playoffs. You want to get a safe safe floor from your quarterbacks because your quarterback can literally ruin the game for you. <laughs> as, as Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins, how they ruin two back-to-back weeks where Dalvin Cook put up 200 yards. Yeah. They'll tell you how they can do it. Superflex is brutal, bro. It's, it's real brutal. That's why I had to go to it, bro. I just need something to shake it up. I can't just keep letting them lose the game for me. Uh, yeah, I'll you, bro. I'll tell you, man. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, so if he plays – Womp, womp, womp. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I just couldn't help it. <laughs> no, bro. I had such a promising, like, start, too. And now they fucking like, – You still do, man. You can go on a tear yeah, where you have – Yeah, I can go on a tear. Sanders, bro. Like, it's crazy. The last – and the last couple games uh, are, are not against, like, like, the world beaters of the league either, so. Yeah. Um, the running back situation with Mike Davis, CMC being out. I think Mike Davis has lost all the juice. The orange juice has been squeezed. It's just pulp there now. And who drinks pulp besides old people? Yeah, um, he tried, man. He, he gave it his all. But, you know, as a, I, I got him down at 13 right now. So, first week, you know, without CMC as him, you know, with him as a lead back, it's the first week I have him outside of the running back ones. So, it probably go down lower for me. Yeah, he probably will. So these these are the early rankings. So yeah, I'm still. But I him. did move him down when I said these slow. So definitely lower, and you know. But I think he'd still be RB two, and I, I'm fine starting him, especially with the matchup. Yeah, I got Zeke above him this week. Mm, that just goes to show how the running back landscape is right now, bro. When he, you said that, like you know, what I mean? like like you know, what I mean, like it was a debate. Like you know, it is. It is a debate. Yeah, 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 but I just. Yeah. They're probably going to be ranked somewhere close, not even that far apart. Um, you always got to just depend on the role because the volume is always there. He's still getting targets out the backfield, so that's what you want to see. Um, I think Curtis Samuel is going to benefit a lot from CMC being out. Um, of course, they had a bat- he came back down to earth last week, but they were up against the Bucks, uh, who has a great defense, and they were coming off of like getting their ass whooped, so they were kind of mad, and they took it out on poor Panthers, but it'd be all right. I think Curtis Samuel have a bounce back week this week. I think you could roll him out there as a flex play. Um, yep. Ryan Anderson and DJ Moore. I think they'll be both good plays. What a, who the <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie. Robbie Anderson. It just flows so effortlessly too, bro. <laughs> yeah, if you wouldn't have fucking called it out, we would have kept on going. No, for you. people that the listeners are like, oh, there you go again. <laughs> You might not be counting, but I, I heard that shit. <laughs> Y'all let Javar do that shit all the time, though. Nah, bro. <laughs> um, but uh, if if Teddy Two Gloves does play, I think you can roll both of them out there. Um, probably his wide receiver twos. I, I moved DJ Moore back up. I disrespected him last week, and he came in and was pissed off about that. Um, he has yeah, seven hope it continues. yards and a touchdown. Yeah, when I looked at it, he's still been getting the volume. It's not like like the they. Faded the volume away from him, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're just spreading it out more than a lot of people thought they were going to be doing. Yeah. And of course, we, nobody thought that Robbie would be getting the majority of the targets on you know most weeks. So yeah, he's looking good too. That that um, goes to show when you get him involved, what he can do, bro. Like it's Adam Gates. Do that again. Do that again, please. Do that. Do it. Um, anything else in that game? Uh nope. Flying through him. On to the next game. We got the Eagles at the Browns line. Please. We have Philly at three and a half point underdogs, 45 and a half point over under. And another bad weather game in 
um, Cleveland is supposed to be raining again. They had like a monsoon or something like that on like last Sunday or whatever. Um, I think you got to be careful about starting both of these quarterbacks. Um, Carson Wentz, of course, had another disappointing week last week. Uh, only scored six points after scoring eight points the week before. Threw the ball 37 times and only 208 yards. No touchdowns. Told you that boy volatile, boy. Against the Giants, too. I bro. know, bro. That's what's crazy. What are you? And he has all his weapons back. For sure. He about to get his shit pushed in against the Browns. No pun Crazy, intended. bro. It's gonna be but I have, him, I have him as a, a sit in one QB leagues. Super flex leagues. I'll start him because he has at least shown the, the upside that, you know, the quarterback that he'll be playing against hasn't shown. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, but. 17th among quarterbacks in points per game, man. He's just, yeah, not a, not a starter in one QB leagues. For sure. Um, how do you feel about Miles Sanders? Of course, you're going to play him. Yep. Um, let me think. What about the wide receiver situation? The first game, Travis Fogum finished outside of wide receiver one range. Pretty gross. Yep. You still got to start him, but you got to monitor it closely, man, because – they have regular back, Jeffrey, Godair, and Ertz will be back this week too. So he only saw five targets last week with, you know, everybody back. And he averaged 10 plus, a little over 10 targets the previous four games. So this week is going to let us know if this is an outlier or if it's, you know, sign of things to come. So, and he's also getting a Terrence Mitchell. Yeah, me too. He's also that getting Terrence so Mitchell, shitty. who's allowing a 57% catch rate. So, you know, I'm not too worried about the matchup because he had we has shown us that he can succeed in tough matchups. We just need him to get that volume. So it's all about this Yeah, but at the same time, Rager did um get the most targets last week. And he ran the most routes and he had the most snaps. So yeah. I mean he's a first round pick, bro. So I wouldn't be surprised no if he does, yeah, take over, but I need to see it more than one game before I actually say that. How do you feel about um, Jalen Rager, Dan? Like you said, said Jalen Rager, I, I'm still going to rank him below Fulgham, Um, And that's mostly because he'll see mostly Denzel Ward, who's allowing the 11th fewest yards per route cover. But Denzel Ward is not uh, expected to shuttle. So um, as a whole, yeah, as a whole, he, um, the Cleveland is giving up the fifth most points to receivers. So, you know, you're expecting him to get mo- do most of his damage out, um, you know, not line up against Denzel Ward. Mm. Um, the next game we got, we got. Uh, how about the tight end? About Dallas, yeah. How do you feel about Dallas Goddard, man? He let us down last week. Yeah, he did, but he played on 93 percent of the snaps, and he did see the second highest amount of targets with six. Cleveland's allowing it is a plus matchup. They're allowing the 13th most points to tight ends, so I'm still going to roll him out there, man. Because you know, like we said multiple times. Tight ends, you're not going to be able to find too many good ones. So somebody that's playing that many amount of snaps and seeing that, you know, amount of targets, I'll take it. Still shitty that he let us down, man. Uh, yeah, it is. I, don't I told somebody to start him over um, Sterling Shepard. Bad idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nah, Sterling Shepard had a good game. Oh, I said Shepard, too. You did I say said Shepard. You mother... But you said it too late, though. Did I? I think so. Yeah, yeah you need to start going to our rankings, bro. Yes, the rankings. Like it's three people. It's consensus. So you know what I mean? <laughs> like I yeah. We're really like two and a half. <laughs> bro, chill. <laughs> <laughs> boy, you stupid. 
Uh, on to the other side of the ball, we got Baker Mayfield. Man, how you feel about your boy Bate? Bruh, no. I am not starting him. You know, I said Wentz is a start in Superflex Leagues. I, you can't even trust Baker in Superflex Leagues. I read a stat yesterday that said Dak has more passing yards than Baker Mayfield. And if you, you know, forgotten or been on the rock, Dak Prescott has been hurt since week five. He went, hasn't played since week five. So for him to have still more freaking passing yards than Baker Mayfield in five games compared to 10, like, or nine, whatever, because they had their bye week, man, like, no, I'm not, I can't start him, bro, especially with Chubb back, because they literally ran the ball 38 times with those two sure That's what they was going to do. Yeah, and they might not get to that number every week, but that shows you that they want to run the ball. And I understand it from a real, um, real life perspective. So I'm going to respect that and not play you at all. I don't care. I will play another position for sure over over uh, Baker Mayfield in my super flex position. I, I can't do it, bro. His floor is literally lower than some of these. Regular I started players, Eric bro. Ebron, and I think I got better. Yeah, and I'm more. Don't start. Don't start Baker. Don't start. Hashtag don't start Baker. Um, oh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Nick Chubb, of course, you're going to start him in the, in the game last week. He um, came back, had a great game. 19 rushes for 126 yards and a touchdown. Um, it affected Kareem Hunt. Not a lot because he had 100 yards too. So they they show that they're going to both like run the ball. That's just what what team that is. That's a running team. It's like the the AFC version of the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, when but I, they got two running backs. Yeah, but two running backs. Instead of one running back getting 200 yards, they just split it up. Yeah. But um, you know, yeah, well, I guess when did Chubb go out? Chubb went out. Remember? I think was it Dallas? Might have been oh, Dallas. Let me see. I yeah, he went Dallas. out against Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, so. Still right on line. He's, he's been putting up. Hunt's been solid all year with or without Chubb, so. He's still a, he's, he's a, probably a high-end RB2, but, you know, you're starting him every week. Receiver-wise, I like Landry. I'm going to um, – he's the only really the only receiver I'm looking to start from the Browns. He had less than 10 half PPR points the last two weeks, but you can't, you got to take that with a grain of salt because those, you know, those are the two games where the wind was crazy. So he's getting matched up with Cravon LeBlanc. He must mm-hmm. be French. Is that a French name? Uh, graded out as a 40, <laughs> LeBlanc, uh, 46 and a half grade on PFF, allowing an 81% catch rate. So I think he is a wide receiver through, wide receiver three um, that has a safe floor. So I'm starting him. Do, do, do the tight ends you like Austin Hooper? Yeah, I, I mean, I have no choice but to like him. I feel like he yeah. was disappointing last week, you know, two targets so was everybody else, but he did play on 85% of the snaps and ran a route on 20 of 24 dropbacks for Baker Mayfield. So, as long as the weather isn't an issue, I like him as a streamer. The league, the Eagles are allowing the seventh most points to tight ends, too. So, the matchup is good for him. Um, that's it from that one. You got anything else? Nope. nope. On to the next one. We got the England, uh, New England and Patriots at the Houston Texans. New England is up. one point favorites, 48 point over under. Um, Cam Newton had an okay game against the tough Ravens defense, man. He didn't lose the game for you. And that's, that's what you want to see out of that game. Finished with 16 points. 
Um, he gets the Texans this week who are allowing 241 yards through the air. Um, and still it's looking like it's pretty much automatic if they get on the goal line, who's getting the ball. Like at this point, how do you as a defense not know who's getting the ball? You know what I mean? I think everybody knows. It's just you can't stop it. Is either you going to stop it or you're not going to stop it? Yeah, but it's him and Rex Burkhead is the running back that would get the touchdown. I feel like if you know if it's not Cam Newton, but it won't be not Cam Newton is what you. It has been two oh, weeks yeah. in a row. How many? How many Burkhead got two two touchdowns the, the week before last, and I think he got one last week too. Cam got two. Well, Cam shit. Well, I mean before. Cam that right. He's only throwing like six touchdowns. This I'm talking year, about so. like rushing. I'm talking about on the goal line. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, he's getting rushing touchdowns, but the other guys are too because he's only thrown six passing touchdowns. So. Mm. Even though he's rushing, like Burkhead is rushing also. I think he just limits the caps a lot of the running back ceiling. Um, I like Damon Harris this week. Um, He's going up against the Houston Texans, who are pretty much trash against the running backs. Um, He's had at least 70 yards the last three weeks. Um, Like I mentioned before, I think that ceiling is a little bit capped. He's running back too, though, locked and loaded. And he just doesn't get a lot of – he doesn't get any passes. So that also caps his ceiling because Rex Burkhead is there. He's like a Sony Michelle plus. Yeah, like what Sony Michelle was supposed to be. Yeah. But, yeah, Um, back in in RB2 for me since he's not getting no passing work. and it's Like literally He got like one target all year. Yeah, unless he breaks a long touchdown, he's not going to score one. So. Yeah. They're just using him. Back in RB2. Um, on the other side of the uh, no, we're gonna talk about uh, the what you want any other running back you like, Rex Burkhead. I'm fine with Rex Burkhead as like a desperation flex play. Like, I mean, he's involved, so I think he'll have a, a decent floor for you, but it's like a you know, uh, desperation flex play. Play at least 30% of the snaps since week six. Um, the wide receivers, man, is pretty much only Jacoby Myers. I literally wrote down here. I was looking it up because I didn't believe myself, but Cam didn't throw the ball to any other wide receiver that game. It was a monsoon. Bro, Cam or Jacoby Myers has a 40% plus, like so it's like 43, 43, 41 last week percent target share over the last three weeks, bro. Bro. Sure that. It's crazy, bro. He's literally the only guy out there, man. It's, if it's only the so targets wild. are coming from a better wide receiver, um, and a better quarterback, he would be like, why we were talking about him in wide receiver one. Yeah. Uh, maybe. He's been going targets in. over the last three weeks, but he has but he's not putting He's catching a lot of them. He's yeah, catching no. a lot of them. So yeah. I don't I really don't think it's on cam. I think he's the only guy out there, which is you know, it's good for it's fantasy. Yardage. He's just not yeah. getting yardage. He is getting yardage, he's not getting touchdowns. He's only had over 100 yards one time, and uh, the other highest yardage after that was 60. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's the catches then because <laughs> he's not really going to touchdowns, right? <laughs> no, it's the, yeah. It's that one game where he had 100, 100 plus, uh, 160, whatever it was. He had a passing touchdown last week. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. And that was fire too. Um, yeah, it was. It was so awesome. literally nobody else from the Patriots then. So let's go on to the neck other side of the field. We got the um Houston Texans. Of course, Deshaun Watson looked bad last week. Um but we knew he was gonna look bad. He's going up against the Cleveland Browns the passing defense. I told you to temper your expectations. Like, I was still gonna roll him out there. But I mean, you know, yeah, I think it was the wins. It was the win, just like you know, everybody else that came, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah, it sure. wasn't because of the defense. I feel like. Nah, it, I mean, it has good. something to do with it. Oh, but, I mean, I say, I'm not tempering expectations with Deshaun Watson, bro. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I mean, we're rolling them back out there. Uh, I'm still t- tempering them this week again against the um, Patriots also. Um, but you're still going to roll them out there. You're just hoping for a big game. Um, Duke Johnson, man, can you trust Dukey? He sat out of practice today, uh, not with nothing um, injury-related. It was just like a sickness. They said he was ill. Uh, but, of course, David Johnson is still expected to be out. Dookie was had the prime role Dookie. of the last bro, stop calling him Dookie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> stop being disrespectful, bro. Because Duke's season is among us. I don't care what none of y'all say. He got postponed last week until this week because no, man, I'm no, still no, starting no. him. Not crazy. I'm, he's an RB, middling RB2 because he got every single running back carry in that game. He didn't get the targets. Nobody got the targets, really. They just don't pass their running backs like that. So I think his floor is safe. New England is middle of the road against running backs. They're allowing the 14th most. So with him getting all that volume, I think he's a safe RB2. It's going to be a bad matchup. I don't like it. I don't think he's safe against the Patriots. They're allowing the 14th most points to running backs. I still think he's a bad matchup. Because Um, his name is Duke Johnson. (laughs) I'll take this guy getting all the running back touches as an RB2. Big Duke. Um, <laughs> wide receiver <laughs> that I just uh, acquired. Uh, Will Fuller, of course, you're going to roll him out there. He's still getting that consistent volume. Um, eight targets last week, but they are, like you said, everybody had a bad game last week. Even though he is going up against that Patriots secondary, I still think the volume will at least um, get him in that wide receiver. What's the, what was the line for this game? New England's one-point favorites. So almost a pick em with – with Houston being at home and – well, not really. Nah. But uh, 48 point over-under. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, of course, I like Will Fuller. Um, Brandon Cooks, I don't I know. hope you do like him. <laughs> he yeah, just traded like for him. him. <laughs> Brandon Cooks, of course, he still got the targets last week, but it was a bad matchup. He has another bad matchup against um, Jonathan Joseph, I think. Volume. Mm. Uh, Wide receiver five three. You just yeah. – you know, you got to, like – what what should we expect? So tough matchup, but he's only he hasn't seen less than eight targets since week five. So that's great. Consistent volume, man. You got to roll him out there still. Randall Cobb did um, lead the lead, lead the team in uh, receiving yards with forty one, but you can't trust him, especially in this matchup. Um, the tight ends, I don't like them either. They only uh, Jordan Aikens only got one target last week, and Darren Fields only caught the ball one time last week. Yeah, I'm cool. Uh, on to the last game. Just the last game. Yeah, this is the last game got of the episode. Got one more after this. We do? No, this the the uh, Falcons and the New Orleans. Yeah, on to the last game. I said on to. Like Pittsburgh I, and then the Pittsburgh and then New Orleans and Atlanta, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Uh, just shit Pittsburgh, together, man. Pittsburgh at the Jacksonville Jaguars um line over under is pittsburgh what well, over under is 47 and a half pittsburgh is 10 point favorites expected to be a rainy game of course i'm firing up pretty much every stealer against this jacksonville defense that's pretty much yep. what i got every single receiver got. you got uh ebron is also in play with a great matchup they're allowing jacksonville's allowing a third most points two tight ends Averaging six targets over the last four weeks, scored double-digit points in three of those four, and he's top seven in red zone targets among tight ends. So he's a great streaming option. Uh, of course, Big Ben, you're going to start him. Um, you know, last week we were worried about them blowing out. I think they played Cincinnati. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, them blowing out, and which they did, they but did. they still passed the ball a lot. So a lot. Um, he's scoring twenty five plus over the last two weeks. Jacksonville's allowing the third most to quarterback, so he's a top twelve option for me this week. James only person back to back bad week. Exactly, he's the only one I'm worried about. He's um, only combined for eight point eight points over the last two weeks, mm-hmm. and averaging thirteen opportunities in those two weeks. So. Starting to wonder if Pittsburgh is just aware of, you know, they don't really have a good, you know, a great running back where they have to, like, you know, lean on a run game like they once did. They got their receivers. Exactly. So they're, you know, and that's what you want to see out of a good organization, a good coach to recognize your strengths and, you know, beat teams that way. So, you know, if that's the case, then I think he's going to be, you know, downgraded a lot. I'm still starting him as a middling RB2 just to see if that's really the case, you know, because he still is the number one running back out there. And Jacksonville is allowing the seventh most. So I'm, you know, I'm tempering expectations with him now because they were kick matchups where he struggled in the last two weeks, but I'm still going to start him as a middling RB2. On to the other side of the ball, Jake Luton. No. Um, nope. See, it's just that first week. Once once you get through that first week, bro, you can't start these these third string quarterbacks, bro. Yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> he fell all the way back down to earth, bro. Uh, James Robinson uh, limited at practice with a shoulder injury. He ran the ball twenty three times for one hundred nine yards last week against Green Bay. I think you still roll him out there. He's I think number four running back yeah, right now. Yeah, he's been balling. He's been balling. Probably the waiver wire of the year easily. Bro, I got. I got this. I got to go back to check <laughs> just in case anybody was like, no, nah, I'm still going to start Jake Luton. You know what I mean? So Jacksonville is tied for the highest pressure rate allowed in the league. Pittsburgh is first in pressure rate in the league, bro. Jacksonville has a negative 79% O-line advantage against the Pittsburgh. So he might get like negative points. And Pittsburgh literally, like if you have Pittsburgh defense, like, I would Line be willing up. to trade if we were playing with defense. I'll be willing to trade for the if I needed a win this week because I really believe that these guys might set a record for the most points scored against you know a team in one game. So do not start him. Start Pittsburgh defense if you're playing with defenses. But yeah, that was it on that. James Robinson, like you said, is a start. DJ Chark, he's uh he's been up and down. Throughout the year, but with Luton, he's had one good game and one bad game since he took over. But he has led in the in receiving yards both weeks. So I'm going to start him as a middling RB2. He does get a tough matchup with uh, Joe Hayden, who's allowing a 52% catch rate. But, you know, they're, they're 10-point underdogs, so you're just hoping that he gets one, you know, at least a garbage-time touchdown or something in this game. And I think that does it for that game. I don't think you want to trust any other pass catching options from that game. At all? Besides, I said any other besides DJ. Oh, Chuck. any it's other. just off, off the shrimp right there. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. So on to the – now this is the last game, right? Yep. All right. It's a the, good one. Them dirty, dirty bird. Hopefully yes, they sir. lose. Hopefully we lose. <laughs> We're probably going to win. Jesus. Jameis Winston, the quarterback. Oh. James Winston's going to throw five picks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're going to win. I fucking hate the Falcons, bro. Um, what's the line? Four and a half point underdogs for the Falcons. 50 underdogs? point over under. Yeah, we're in New Orleans. Oh, I like it. Um, Matt Ryan. You said uh, underdogs like prick. 
Get I just think the, I think they want the Falcons to win. I think <laughs> after the bye, bro. After the bye, like that's lame, bro. Come no, on. bro. No, bro. <laughs> Still, bro, we Falcons, be beating bro. the Saints, bro. I, but not really. We be splitting, you know. We be splitting exactly, yeah. and we and we sometimes we well like most of the time we win. If we gonna win, we gonna win there. Because we don't yeah, win, at I home. guess. But I'm not shocked at that line at all, bro. All right, watch my man. Watch my watch my man Matt Ryan come out here and go crazy. He might. He might. Uh, uh, yeah, I want Matt Ryan coming off the bye week. Um, I want to start Matt Ryan. Um, Definitely. Todd Gurley. Um, like I mentioned before, how um, who did they play last week, bro? Who did the Saints play the last week? week before last? They played no, the Denver. Saints. The Saints. The Saints. Oh, the Saints. Last week they played Carolina. Yeah, and we thought that everybody was talking about Mike Davis going to have a good game, and then the week before they played somebody else. I said the Saints have a great rushing defense, and so they're not going to allow any running back to have a good game. So I think Todd Gurley is probably going to have a bad game, and he's already not getting – the only reason he's, like, relevant is because of the touchdown. So that's what you're looking for if you roll him out there. It's really crazy it, to get a touchdown to bust top 12 running back. He, Yeah, he it's that's simple, simple and true. He'll bust if he doesn't score, and – you know, he'll be okay if he does score a touchdown. Um, I th- you, of course, you're going to roll big Julio out there. He probably get a lot of Marshawn Lattimore, but Marshawn Lattimore really hasn't been his kryptonite, like as in as he's been Mike Evans. Uh, over Nobody's the been Julio's kryptonite. Bro. Matt Ryan is Julio's kryptonite because he doesn't Matt throw Ryan touchdowns. Kryptonite. Um, so, of course, you want to feel confident rolling Julio out there. Um, Calvin Ridley is expected to be back after the injury. Um, to his foot, so I would like to see what Calvin really looks like in his first game back. Um, he, he'll have the better matchup on the field, so he'll probably get a lot of the volume as they'll probably try to go away from Marshawn Lattimore. Um, Russell Gage with, with Julio and um, Calvin back. I don't know if you can trust him because he was supposed to have a smash matchup against when, when Calvin really was out last um, for the bye. He only had six targets for 11 yards. And he's not going up. Eh, yes, I just don't know. I don't know if you want to roll him out there, especially if you like. He I mean, the only high, thing you can really bank on is him getting a lucky touchdown because yeah, you can everybody's going to have good opportunities to score because of the over-under. And this, yeah. these games are pretty much always shootouts. But it's it's he's extremely volatile. So. I like Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Um, consistent yep. um, in, stat, in, in stats. Not stat, yep, double digit, double digit points in the each of the last four weeks, yeah. and that's with only one touchdown. So you know he's not just getting it off of touchdowns. New Orleans is allowing the six most points to tight ends, also. So with his usage last four weeks and the matchup, he is a great option this week. Um, on the other side of the ball, we got Jameis Winston in his first start as the New Orleans Saints quarterback. How do you feel about Jameis Winston going up against that trash? Like I mentioned, the Falcons defense have been getting better since Dan Quinn left, but they're still like um, in the bottom of the league in yards allowed uh, through the air for passing. So how do you feel about Jameis Winston, the turnover guy? Yeah, man. Well, we're hoping that, you know, that, you know, because you, you remember because he, he, he got that late starting all year. Exactly. So we're hoping that that worked and he doesn't, you know, he can actually see out here now. He didn't. What is true though? He hasn't. He didn't look good in relief last week when Breeze went out. But I'm going to chalk that up to him not practicing with the ones and a game plan catered to Breeze. So mm-hmm. I think he'll be better with the week of practice with the ones and a game plan for him. Also, Atlanta is like you said, 
letting quarterbacks do whatever they want on them, allowing 27 points per game. So he's a straight great streaming option this week and, great. you know, until until Breeze until comes Breeze back. get back, yeah. Because he um, has the I, options, bro. Hey, if you need him in Marathon, I got him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't, but if any of my other league mates are listening – I'm good, bro. You know what I'm saying? AK forty, AK forty-seven. Alvin Kamara. Of course, you're gonna start him. Dude is a beast. Um, he did only get 15, 15 yards off of eight rushes. So I'm not sure what his points. Oh, was it? Oh, never mind. Passing. Scored like yeah, twenty-eight points. Passing. Yeah, <laughs> know, yeah eighty-three passing shit, yards. <laughs> he had three touchdowns. That's what he came. Only, from. only running back that can put up fifteen yards rushing and still have a monster game because of his receiving usage, bro. Like, it's crazy. Uh, he's like CMC. Times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's, Michael, he's, our CMC. he's our CMC. He's our CMC. Exactly. If you're watching <laughs> the video, you'll know. Um, Michael <laughs> Thomas. Michael Thomas, uh, only two catches for 27 yards last week. Uh, he did have a, a bad matchup, but I didn't expect that. Like, that's pretty gross. Like, uh, yeah. You probably should have stayed hurt if you're gonna come back and do that. You know, I gotta roll you out of my lineup, Michael bitch ass Thomas, every week. Yeah, you know, damn, bro. Do that. It's just like a year long, a year long, just like ill. I hate him, bro. I really hate. But him. I would yeah. never draft hopefully, another thing. Hopefully, this is, please don't, bro. Because you are you are the curse. Like, you know, I've been drafting Saints and I've been doing pretty good with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Kamara <laughs> this year, I got him yeah, this year, bro. and he's he's great. Michael Thomas last year, great, bro. Like when you want to decide to draft the Saint, bro, it's it's, it's crazy. So, mm-hmm. but hopefully this is a get right game. He did get targeted. I think he got like three targets, which was more than everybody. Because I because well, he got seven. I, I, he got seven. T- I'm talking about when Jameis Winston. Oh, I wanted oh. like he found he looked for him out there. So he you know Winston will get his best guys the ball. So I'm not really worried about Winston being back there and. Atlanta is a great matchup for receivers, too. So, hopefully, this is yeah. a get-right game for him. Yeah, I like Emmanuel Sanders in this matchup, too. Uh, Traquan, Swift, I would like, Traquan Smith, I would like him. Of course, Drew Brees doesn't like him because he doesn't like to throw to him when he's the only option. But maybe Jamison does, so we'll see when he goes out there. Uh, Jared Cook, um, I think you got to keep rolling him out there. He didn't have a catch last week, but this is a good matchup, and he could very likely run into the end zone a couple times. Yep. So you got to roll them out there. And the tight ends is just gross, like you already mentioned. Um, yeah, so great matchup if you are playing that streaming game, which 99% of owners are. So Yeah, it really sucks. Um, that's it, bro. That's That'll that. do it. You got anything else? No, sir. Uh, shit, man. What did, what did you put in the group today? Get to the playoffs without trying? Oh, yeah, get, uh, get wins or die trying. Get wins or die trying, man. That's where we all at right now. <laughs> yes, sir. Evan, we need him. Uh, part two. Every, like the, the tension is just like you could cut it with a knife, bro. Because throw my phone on, on Sundays, Sundays, bro. bro. <laughs> it's always at least one of us in the group chat that's super quiet that day. <laughs> man, you know, you can tell who's on tilt the most sure. by who's not talking in the group chat, bro. <laughs> sure, I'm just looking at the TV, looking at my points. I try not to look at the points till after the first quarter. And you be looking disgusted too, like when you like lose, like, you know, during the week or whatever, you go back and look at your last week's match. <laughs> you just like so disgusted, like, bro. <laughs> I lost by four points. I had Dalvin Cook. It's so really crazy. Oh, shit, man. Without any more needless rambling, get on out of here. All right, y'all. Peace. See y'all next Shout time. Shout out Tony O and Javar. <laughs> <laughs>